Welcome to the Back Port Conjure, and this is Efi Bayo. I want y'all to gather around, gather around, get a seat, cop a squat, get some juice, some coffee, some tea. Shit, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. 
This time in this conversation this morning is for you healers, you readers, you spiritual workers, you root workers, you mojo workers. I get it. I understand. I get it. I'm not home. I'm not home. I'll be home this afternoon, but I'm not home now. I left Monday, right? To help out a friend, right? And I noticed, and after having conversations, I noticed that people don't believe y'all have a life. People don't believe y'all have a life. People will abuse their link to you. People will abuse their access to you. Sometimes they think that you work for them. And these are the people that barely, hardly really do anything. That they support you. Let me put this right. They support you every so often they'll do. But they confuse it as, I can talk to you anytime. Readers, healers, mojo workers, root workers, tarot card readers. I'm, I'm speaking to y'all. I know that you have family. I know that you have a life. I know that sometimes you might be taking a shit. Yeah, let's talk. Sometimes, just because the green light is on don't mean that you're online. Sometimes y'all have your family members work on your page, right? And we don't want to say, hey, no, I'm busy or now is not the time because sometimes you think that, you know, the guilt and be like, oh, well, you know, I said I can do this. You also said you have a life. You have a real life, a family. You have things that you have to take care of, right? Bills to pay. You got to clean up your house. You got to tend to your spirits. There's a lot of things that go on behind the veil, right? That these people will not understand because they're still learning. They haven't reached that yet. But I say, let's normalize. Hey, baby, I'm busy. I can't talk right now. You got to table this. Or maybe I can refer you to someone else. We have to start because, see, people take that access and they abuse it. They will abuse it. And if this does not apply to you, then let it fly. And if it do, change the narrative. Because spiritual people have lives. They have children. They have grandchildren. They may want to spend time with them. Doesn't mean that you have to call them every day. Oh, you know, I had a dream. I bumped my foot. I did this. A friend of mine wants to know this. Well, then pay for a service. Book a session. No more of, hey, you know, I'm just, you know, how are you doing? This is the part that really gets me. Hey, Ifa, how you doing? I'm good. Then you'll wait 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, because I had a dream and then a friend of mine. And you'll be like, you just asked me how I'm doing. Now you're giving me fucking stories. How did I get from how I'm doing to... And by the way, if you can help me or give me a recipe or give me, what? Are you serious? No, babes, it doesn't work that way. Or this part, this is, and I learned this from my godmother. Yvonne, can I call you? Yes, call me now. I'm freeing up time. Oh, give me 30 minutes. Then why did you hit me up? My godmother would annihilate people for that. Because if you're hitting me up, I'm thinking that you have an emergency. So because I care for you, I'm setting aside. That means I'm canceling a reading. I'm doing all of this so I can give you space, right? But then you hit me in the head with, oh, give me 20, 30 minutes. And then you don't call. Yeah, that will get you barred. So I'm, I'm giving you public notice because a lot of y'all that have access to me is getting ready because you're abusing it. And it's getting ready to be denied, denied because some people believe, right? That you don't have a life, that you don't set aside time for people so you can give it and they don't follow through. Then they get mad. This is where they, oh, I don't mess with her. She's horrible. And that's your version. Great. Great. If that's your story, great, great. But Turn that magnifying glass into a mirror and look at yourself. Let me tell you, I've been helping out a friend, right, since Monday. 
I've had two people send me full fucking texts where if you put it in a page, three or four pages. And I did say, hey, I'm not home. I'll be home Wednesday afternoon. Still sent pages. Then I set aside, because that was something I was supposed to do with my friend, to make sure that they're okay. Oh, I'm going to call you in 20 minutes. I'm waiting. Like, yo, hold on. You know, I'm here. And even in retail, right, they'll tell you to deal with the person in front of you before you deal with the person on the phone. Because this person is right here. So the person that I'm helping, I'm right here in front of them. Hold on. Wait, because this person needs help. And so then we it led to a conversation. How do you deal with that? Because, see, that person never called. That person never called. So my friend is like, how do you deal with that? Like, you set aside. And these people are really taking advantage of you. And, you know, and I've seen that in a few spiritual people. Like, you know, they have bent over backwards for these people. And they abuse it. They abuse that. And I was like, wow. He said, nah. Like, for real. How, how do y'all deal with that? Because... You know, I've been to curse somebody out. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we try. He said, but why? He said, because in a way, that's really disrespectful. They don't respect your time. They don't respect your talent. Like, they are pimping you. In the street, that would be, I'm pimping you. I call you when I want you. I say and do. I don't have to follow through. But you still have to be available to me. I was like, damn, that's kind of harsh. He said, but that's what you're doing. And that's what they're doing. And what happens when you cut off all ties? I said, then I'll be a bitch and then I'll be. He said, but what are you now? What are you now? If you posted or you said, hey, y'all, I'm not in town. I'll be back Wednesday. And people still write you and tell you and do all of this. Then they don't respect your time and space. He said, and... When do you put up boundaries for that? Because we don't want to speak of that because it has something to do with your money. Oh, but they pay. No, they pay for what? They pay for what? Oh, but they support. They supporting what? That you don't have a life? I guarantee you, if you was to go to these people's jobs or go to there and be like, hey, I need some help, you know, talk, and they would embarrass you. Be like, wait a minute. No, I can't. Uh-uh. You got to give me a minute. And my friends are sitting there like, I've seen where you wrote these same people. And they're like, oh, no, you got to wait. I have something to do. I'm running here. I'm going here. He said, and you wait. He said, but it's not the same. Those are the same people that you could say, hey, I'm doing something. And they still start writing. They still stop writing because they don't respect your time. He said, how many healers and readers and, you know, the people in your community, how many of y'all put up with that? And I was like, damn. I said, I'm not really sure. He's like, but do anybody ever say, hold on, I'm not in town. Don't do this. Or start eliminating people. He said, because if they don't respect your time and they don't respect you as a person... They don't respect you. Guarantee you there's conversations about you that you think you may never see. We become so infatuated with this part of I need to be liked. I need to have followers. I need to. No, no, because I've learned over the years. Those people that wish you well and that mean you well, they respect your time and your space. Those people that don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't care. They do just enough so they can stay relevant in your life and they can have that access. But then when you eliminate that access, you're horrible. You're, they're going to make up all kinds of stories. They'll post whatever messages you have. And we become so scared and be like, oh, it's public embarrassment. Fuck them and fuck that. Because it's sad when you have to go that route, right? But it's a route we all must take one time or another. Until people understand. Listen, I remember when Angel told me, if I don't respect my religion and my culture, nobody else will. 
So we would do Misa's. And the Misa started at 6 o'clock. So in layman's terms, you should be there no later than 5.50. Because at 6 o'clock, the doors are locked. The prayers start. And once the prayers start, you're not coming in. Doors are locked. Right? And he said, if you don't put your foot down, people will never take you serious. Right? So I said, wow. So we had... um. We had a Misa, right? Told everybody, oh my God, it would have been standing room only, right? So everybody was shopping on the Ave and I'm like seeing a few of the girls and I'm like, hey, what are we shopping for? Oh, I'm coming to your Misa. Girl, it's not a pageant. It's just you throwing on something white and just being there. That's it. What? Getting your hair and nails done. Who you think is coming? Who's showing up? Well, be there at six. Well, you know how some divas, right? Come there at 6, 45, 7 o'clock because they have to do a show. Tried to tell them, be there at 6. Doors closed at 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 6 o'clock, door was closed. Wasn't playing. Those people that came was on time. They came. They did what they had to do. They on the door banging. Fuck you. This is, I'm talking about cursing me out. And you looked at me and said, mm-mm. Because I was ready to go out there. He said, mm-mm. So we did it. The Misa was beautiful. Those people that needed help came. Now, let me tell you, a Misa is a spiritual table, right? And I remember having a vision. Just want to explain why. I remember having a vision of helping people in the community, people that didn't really know where to go and people that couldn't afford like spiritual help and people that were really going through some things. And a friend of mine let me use her apartment once a month. And we did it for about four months. Once a month, and people would come from all over to just receive help, right? And it wasn't to make me popular or anything like that, but I just knew people needed help, right, from the area where I was from, in Queens, South Jamaica. So these girls thought that it was going to be a fashion show. When I tell you they got their hair done, their face was beat, they had on their whites and everything, Ma, it's not a fashion show. It's not here for you to be the center of attention. No. If we're all here no later than 555, then you should have been too. No, you're not coming in here at 630, 7 o'clock. No. No, you knew inadequate enough time, right? Okay. Well, they was calling me all kinds of names. They was like, fuck you. You are phony all outside, right? Didn't care. So the next day, they had to let me know because they knew I was going to be at work. I worked in the Botanica. They came up there. Oh, that's fucked up. I said, let him speak. Yeah, because, you know, you knew we was coming and everything. And this is why we don't mess with spiritual people. After they did all of that, they little speech. I said, what time did I say the Misa start? What? What time did I say the Misa start? Six o'clock. What time did you come? Oh, I was there at 7 o'clock. But what time did the Misa start? And did I tell you? How long in advance? Oh, you kept on talking about it for three weeks. So you had adequate enough time to be at the Misa. Correct or crazy? Oh, but I had things to do. Then that wasn't important. Oh, but mm-mm. So you can say whatever. You can dog me out. You can say whatever. But guess what? If I tell you it starts at 6, you should be there at 5.50, 5.55, the latest. It is not about you, love. And my belief in my religion, I love more than anything in this world because it saved me. It's not about you. So if you're thinking that you're going to walk in and show this brand new or, or you're on this role model or this fashion model thing, you're in the wrong spot, especially when it comes to me. Because when we all sit down, we're all one. No one's greater than no one else. The next time I had a Misa, they were there. Really, they were the first ones there. They had to be there like 5.15, 5.20. You learned your lesson, correct? Yes. And they got the message that they received. It's not about that. Now, for y'all healers and stuff, I understand you word of mouth, it's a business. But if people don't respect your time, they don't respect your space. They're sitting, writing you, and they're asking you questions about things. Put it like this. You got initiated. You study. 
even if you didn't get initiated, you studied, you read. When your friends was out partying, you was in a book somewhere, or you in a class, or you doing something, right? And these are these same people that come and ask you questions, <laughs> for real. They're partying, they're doing whatever. You put that work in. You're up every day. You're making sure you know. You're reading books. You're studying. You're practicing. You're doing all of that. So you made an investment in you. And here it is because someone shares your page or someone likes your page. They can come and get free work and free stuff from you. Why? Why? And let me make it personal. Y'all can get mad at me if you want to. If you are another race and and you speak another language, they pay that money. I was at my shop and a black woman walked up and she said, are you, you do readings? I said, yeah. She said, oh, you're American. You don't know anything. You're black. I said, wow. <laughs> okay. She got had by the Hindu dude because he used to be out there, had, ripped her every dime. I'm talking about ripped her. And when she came to me, she was like, you know, I don't have no money. I said, I can't help you. Yeah, I refuse service. I can't help you. Huh? No, no, no. Because, see, you said black people don't know nothing. Black people can't be spiritual. So go on, and, go on and find someone else. Bye. And I walked away and kept doing what I was doing. Oh, my God. I, you, can't, you can't do that. Why not? Why not? Even the spirits in Orisha say no sometimes. So why can't I? And I'm not them. But why can't I say no? If you abuse your access to me, Starting this day forward, you won't have access no more. We're not doing that no more. If I don't have, make sure that you respect what I do, then you will never respect it. You won't even respect me. And I offer that same thing. When people go, hey, I'm out of town, I'm not going to hit you up. I don't give a fuck what's going on. I am not going to hit you up. I don't know why you're out of town. I don't know what you're doing. So guess what? I'm going to respect your space. Some people don't believe in that. Some people think, oh, well, I have years or I've been with her. I No, 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 no. And you can get mad. You can get in your feelings. Shit, I can lose some followers. It's okay. It's good when, when God take the trash out. Let me tell you that. And I have no bones about it. Because when people, listen, I'm not doing this out of likes. I used to. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, oh, I need the likes. I'm not. And then when I started putting my foot down and people were sitting there saying, oh, my God, you know, you're not licensed to do that. And then I would get an email. Hey, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for saying it. Oh, my goodness. I did not know that I could do that. So I'm not doing it for you. I'm not. I'm doing it for those people that matter. The same way I would do a Misa once a month. And, you know, people would go up to my friend and be like, oh, my God, you're inviting the devil to your house. You shouldn't be doing that. But then we'll get people that will come and say, oh, my God, thank you. You don't know the help I was looking for. And, oh, my goodness, where one lady left her car on the highway and made it there, rushed there. She was like, you don't understand. I'm going through some things. And these were the people that mattered, that mattered. There was a young lady. I didn't know her circumstances or her situation. I just, and I, she wanted a reading too. And I said, here, and I paid for her reading. I was like, here, you know, so this way, whatever money you have in your pocket, don't worry about it. That's get you through the week, but I'll help you. Years later, she said, here, and you know how you don't want to be disrespectful and look at your hand, you know, for money that was given, but she paid me triple fold. She said, you don't understand. I was homeless. That was the only suit I had. I was going for a job interview. I can't make this up. She said, I was going for a job interview, and I was wondering how I was going to get there and everything and how I can eat if I get this job during the week, but I have faith. She said, and when you paid for my reading, she said, I, was, I knew then that this was good luck. Well, this lady not only got the job, she started her own company. She brought a building. All from that one act. Just that one act to say, I can do this. Something great happened for me. Do she abuse her access to me? No. But you have those that will. I bust my ass every fucking day, even through sickness. I bust my ass. I did. I got ridiculed. I got dragged. I did all that. 
and I still continue to show up no matter what. To ask me about a spiritual something and don't say, well, damn, I, I got to at least offer her something. And you think you can just have access where you can get free stuff, free anything is really disheartening and really disrespectful. And you wonder why your life is fucked up. Because you have no respect. Listen, I taught my niece, right? All my nieces and my nephews and my kids. Anybody that do something for you that's spiritual, offer them something. If you don't have no money, offer them, go, if you got food stamps, go offer them some food. Offer them something. Or just do it out of the kindness of your heart. But if your heart is not in it, then you will always be crooked because y'all see the struggle I go through. Don't do that to no one. No one. My niece, whoever helped her, she will go back and give them whatever. That's why she's always blessed. I give her that. My son, all of them. Because that's how I taught them. Anybody that gives you something, some kind of spiritual knowledge, whatever, you repay them. You offer them something. Send them a dirt you. I don't care if it's $5. Send them something. And if they give you work, some kind of magical solution, give them a hefty donation. Because that is usually reserved for clients. When you don't do that, it's disrespectful. And guess what? It's not going to work for you. It's not. I'm not even going to lie. I don't care how you feel. Come for me. Because it's not going to work for you. Because you didn't send the energy to go back and forth. You kept it and it becomes stagnant. What happens with water and, and things become stagnant? It becomes nasty, dirty, filthy, stuck because there's no flow. There's no flow. And then you wonder why. Oh, my God, I did all of this and nothing happened. Because your intentions, your greed, your ignorance is stopping you. Yeah, I'm going to say it because most people, oh, my God, I want to say that because, like I said, I'm over here with my friends and they're like, you know, most people wouldn't say that because of fear of being embarrassed or people talking about them. But it's the truth. Is it not? Hell yeah. To sit and have a conversation and be like, well, didn't you say you was at a friend? Yes. Helping a friend. Helping a friend in life. Okay. I'm not home. That means I'm not available. I'm going to still post because posting is, is my job. Didn't mean, hey, if you book a reading, it would be to have been booked on Thursday or Friday. And that's another thing. Oh, my God, how much is your readings and what does it consist of? And this and this and this and this. Okay, this is the price. Oh, well, you know, how is this? Well, I had a friend that looked. Hey, you just asked for a price. I gave it to you. Why are you telling me your situation? Why are you telling me your situation? And then at the end, it goes, well, you know, I'm not sure about you. Um, but, you know, can you give me an answer to this so I can be sure? Why are you trying to sneak getting a free reading? Listen, I can't help you. Go somewhere else. Thank you. But like I said, people abuse their access to you. People will abuse the access that they have to you. And it's sad because no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to say anything in fear of. What is the fear? Oh, well, I don't want to be labeled as horrible. I don't want to be labeled as aggressive. I don't want to lose readers. I mean, readings. I don't want to lose people. So... You don't care about being respected and setting boundaries and letting people understand that this is not a, a game or joke. You're not a fly by night or anything. You work hard and you have faith and you believe in and you don't put a stop to it, then you're just as bad because those people will never respect you. Hence why I told you the story about the young ladies and the Misa. They were there even earlier. Because, and they could have gotten their feelings. But if I'm telling you one thing, then why do you persist on forgetting that part and then just starts talking to me? If I'm saying, hey, I'm not home or I'm not available right now, I'm in a reading, and you still consist of writing, you don't care. You have no respect. 
And no matter what, you already have the answer in your head. You want someone to sign up to your bullshit. And when they don't, now you're evil, you're mean, you're wicked. I don't mess with Ifa Bayo. No, you don't mess with me because you can't mess with me. That's the real issue. You cannot. Oh, this one was right about her. Good. Then why are you here? Why are you here? And then what happens? They spin the block and come back. Oh, I just want to say, no, access denied. There's no coming back. I'm not a turnstile. Access denied. Why take advantage of the access you have to someone? Why abuse a friendship? Why abuse a situation or whatever relationship you have? Why abuse that? And then you don't follow through. If you text someone and say, hey, I'm going to call you in 20 minutes and 20 minutes pass and you don't call, you're not getting that same. No, listen, my godmother would go the fuck off because you don't understand. Like I sat with her one day and you don't understand the things that go on behind. See, I don't understand if people think that you just sit there all day and looking at your phone and hope that someone calls you. So now you have to bend over backwards to them. No, my godmother, real talk. She had a husband. She had a granddaughter. She had a kids. Plus she had the Santo stuff. She had, she had all the reaches. Then if someone lifted her or asked her to work somewhere, she had to get her mind right. She had to make sure she understand what's being done. She got to pray to her saints. Like then you pray for your God kids. You're doing the stuff for your God kids. Like it's all of that. So if I set aside time for you, I'm expecting you to show up when you don't do that. No. And if you telling me this is the part where I, she punch you out. Oh my God, my dream. I need help. Okay, baby. Be here at three o'clock. She said, watch you come there. You know what? Oh my God. I had to talk to someone. I was watching the news. Wait, wait, wait. Is this something spiritual? Do you need help? Is something wrong with the kids, your husband? Like is something on the job? No, 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 no. I was watching the news and they was talking about Get out my house. Get out my house. And she had commenced on doing things. And the person would be standing there. I set aside this time for you. I'm thinking that you have an emergency. And this doesn't even have anything to do with you. You sort of knew. Baby, go get some friends. Uh-uh. No. No. Go, go get you some coffee and tea time, people. Go get you some gossip partners. Because here he, I have things to do. I don't have time to worry about what's on the news. Is, is it affecting us? No, no, no. It's something over in Liberia. You live over here. In this, get out my house. Go and get you a life. And that is it. To set aside time, I'm thinking, okay, let's see if this person is going through something. Let's see if, you know, oh my goodness, they hit me up. Because I'm not at home, so it got to be an emergency. To talk about something that has nothing to do with you. Now, either you need friends or you're abusing the relationship. My friends that are here, that I'm with, was like, wow. Even when, now see, I, I do have a commitment. And they respect that part. The same way Monday, I knew I was interviewing my student. So I let them know. And they was like, yeah, by all means, we're going to sit right here. Like, And they were so in awe because... My student has a very unique gift. And they was like, wow, that's the first. Because most people you hear about tarot readers or, you know, people that make candles and herbs. Here, this young lady's gift is different. And you're acknowledging it. That is amazing. Like, that's beautiful to talk about other gifts. It's not just one. So that conversation started coming. So it's beautiful for that. Then I knew I had to do my podcast. Well, don't worry, you know, we're going to step out. We got something to do anyway. When we come back, you know, you'll be done. Yes. Right? Now, over and over again, I explain to people, hey, I got a podcast. You know, I, don't, I still don't understand why my daughters and them sit there. Right? But then their access got denied for a few times. And then I go off. Because if I'm telling you I'm doing A, B, and C, and I respect you when you at work. See, people don't like when you do the same thing to them. Now it becomes disrespectful and they get mad. I will call my daughter at work 50 million times. Oh my God, I'm at work. How you think it feels? Oh, I get it now. Because some people you have to do to them what they do to you, right? And they don't like that. They don't like that when you turn that goddamn magnifying glass into a mirror. They don't like that. My daughter be like, I'm at work. I'm going to get in trouble. So what do you think I'm doing? 
Why why is me respecting your work and you can't respect mine? How how does that play a part? Oh my God, lady, I get it. Okay. My mother taught us that lesson. We would do all kinds of shit when we were kids, and my mother took us. She said, we, come on, we're going to the supermarket. I'll never forget, key food or Mary. She said, we're going to the supermarket. I'm going to let y'all get whatever you want. Man, I had my two friends with me. We walking. I'm telling them all the stuff we're going to get, you know, my cereal and all of that. So we get in there. She said, everybody get a shopping cart. You're going to get no more than 25 items. That's all she had to say. Man, I had my shit. Maybe I might have went over a little bit over, right? Because I'm thinking, okay, you got your food stamps, lady. You know what I'm saying? You giving us this? I'm going to take this opportunity. What? After I finish smoking my weed, I'm going to be right here. I started smoking weed young, y'all. I don't smoke no more. So we get to the register, right? We putting our stuff up. My mother continued walk and walk all the way home. We looking at her like, hey, what you doing? Where you going? We're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you know. And we start following behind her. She ain't say shit. We calling her like, yo, what is wrong? Like, yo, we mad, but we ain't disrespectful because we know my mother would fuck us up. So we're like, yo, what the fuck? We get home. My mother's sitting on the step. I said, what is wrong with you? You didn't have any money. You left your pocketbook. Like, what happened? She said, that's embarrassing, ain't it? I said, yeah. She, and I know y'all may say, damn, that's the extreme. But we got the point. She said, that's how I feel. She said, how y'all felt? Man, that's messed up. Like, here it is. First of all, I'm with my friends. You done embarrassed me. You done put all this in the shopping cart. Like, you didn't even buy this. Like, you walked straight out. You had me hyped. Like, yo, I'm believing in you to, you know, buy this so we can chill. She said, that's how I feel when I have to learn about my kids in the street. I'm here with y'all. I'm trusting y'all for y'all to tell me what the fuck y'all doing out there. But y'all don't. You didn't like it, huh? Lady, you could have told us this instead of. But guess what? We got the picture. I didn't give a fuck what I did. Mom, let me tell you what happened. I don't do co-defendants because I don't like getting embarrassed. So I'm going to tell on my fucking self. And hence why you will see me majority of the times by myself. So, did not like it. Was angry. Was mad. I was pissed off walking down that goddamn street from Key Food on Mary Boulevard. Walking through ISA Park. Going down, walking down, uh, fucking going toward 109, God Buell, then walking all the way down to 160 and 110, and my mother is sitting on the step, happy as fucking log. And I am sitting there looking at her like, lady, are you serious? And she looking at me like, yes, I am. Hard fucking pill to swallow. Mad as fuck. But I understood because all the shit we was doing out there in them streets, we could have came home and told our mother. But we didn't. But somebody else did. And that is fucked up. When, you know, I always tell them, listen, you don't have, I tell my kids, you don't have to say shit. The truth walks through the door. And you don't have to worry about that. My mother would look at us and say, I'm not even going to sit here and go through all that. The truth walk through the door. And God damn it, before the day is over, somebody in that goddamn living room telling all our goddamn business. So I'm not mad at her. If here I am, I'm believing in y'all. I know y'all going to ample to do certain shit, but I'm believing in y'all for y'all to be responsible to tell me. You didn't tell me. I live my life the same way. If I'm in your life, then you should tell me. But if I have to find out any other way, then you have no respect. You don't care. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to delete all access. And it's okay. For me, it's okay because I got rid of a headache. A headache. Because you didn't serve a purpose. You didn't respect my time. You didn't respect my space. You didn't respect what I believe in. You don't respect my spirits. You don't, re you don't respect nothing. And I tell everyone, I will cut you off and devour you before I let you disrespect my crown. So no, 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 no. Healers, readers, spiritualists, you don't have to get fearful and put boundaries up for these fucking clients or these people because if they're disrespecting your time, your space, you can move on. Even other spiritualists. No, babes. I'm not home. I'm not home. Well, where are you? Why? Are you paying for my ticket? Are you paying for my past to do? Oh, why? Why? That, that's the reason why I had a big fallout with certain people. I'm not home. Oh, well, what are you doing? If I wanted to share that with you, I would have told you. 
Evidentially, I'm doing other things. Oh, well, what are you going to be doing? Why? You rephrasing the question is not going to get you an answer. Why? Oh, my God, I tell you everything. That's your choice, not mine. I don't sit in the sharing circle. Listen, I was at um, Land Trust. It's a big, beautiful community in uh, Atlanta. And these women just consist of talking about their business. So when they got to me, they was like, and what about you? I said, I didn't know this was the sharing circle. I never told y'all to sit here and tell me about your business at all. We supposed to be here and get ready to go into the sweat lodge. It didn't say nothing about me telling you or you telling me about your husband, your kids, your mistress, your baby mama. None of that. None of that. And I didn't sign up for that. I signed up to come in, get my service. Get, you know, release all these toxins out of my body and take my happy ass home. That's it. And in the process, if there's a conversation about the sweat lodge, then let's do it. You know, Brother Robert, I loved him. He said, she's right. No one signed up for that part. He said, and leave it outside because we don't want to bring that in here. How is it that you just automatically think? No, because you're sharing? No. My father used to get on us and be like, be careful of having diarrhea of the mouth. And I used to be like, what? Be careful. Be careful of having diarrhea of the mouth. Not everything should be shared. Listen, I worked for Love Shack, right? I went to work. I came home. I went to work. I came home. I was a bartender at um, Bennigan's. Then I was working at the Love Shack, right? Adult novelty store. And I would come home. I had two jobs. You either pay me to work or you pay me to gossip because you're not getting both, right? And this is a job. No, I'm not going to have friends and family sitting up at my fucking job all day. I got things to do and you should have things to do, right? Um, so I remember when my husband came up because he was, yeah, just came back into town. And he was like, yo, you know, um, my wife is here, right? He was telling the dude, he was like, yo, my wife is in there? And he was like, wife? He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, Donna. He was like, yo, can you hand this to her? Because I was working. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. So the guy comes in and was like, I didn't know you was married. I said, I didn't know I was supposed to tell y'all that. You know, and I went back to working. He was like, well, your husband dropped this off. Thank you so much. And I kept it moving, right? Then my son came up and they were like, that's her boyfriend? Because she got a husband. Automatically. And my son was standing there. He was like, nah, that's my mom. And they was like, mother? Yeah. And so the owner and them were like, I didn't know you had kids. I didn't know you were paying me to get in my business. Oh, my God. Now, mind you, I'm cordial at any job I work. I'm cordial. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. I don't sell no candy for my kids. Either I'm going to sell it around the block or I'm going to my, I got a big ass family. I'm going to my family. Listen, they selling candy. Y'all buying some? Or I buy the ship all myself and keep it moving. What, what toy y'all want? Okay, that ain't worth 97 boxes. But okay, come on. And that's it. But what I'm not going to do is have you sit here and tell you, oh, my daughter is this. And my no, 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 no. Now, amongst the ones that I consider family, because I'm not going to lie, Slim, Darren, me, Mike, you know, we were family. We were family. We was at each other's house. We were family. We built a bond. And if something went wrong with my kids, they would be like, yo, we got you. We over here. And we never bring it back to the store or the job. Because it wasn't the job's business, right? So when they were like, he was like, nah, that's my mom. They was like, oh, my God, Ford, you got, you got a kid? So I looked at my boss. I said, you either pay me to work or you pay me to sit here and gossip about my life. Because you're not getting both. Now, you going to give me two paychecks? He was like, hell no. He went back in the store. He said, maybe y'all should be like her because y'all sit here and gossip and y'all do no work. Okay. Now, fast forward, I'm working at a botanica. I used to work for this man named Amato. God bless the daddy passed away. He was like, big mama, tell me about your business. I stopped. I looked him dead in his face. I said, either you pay me to work or you pay me to gossip. You're not going to do both. I would turn my phone off and work, right, for four hours, and he would pay me $100. Uh, that's all you're getting. And I'll clean up afterwards because I ain't like a messy workstation. And you know what he was saying? Well, I was going. 
I love that she works. She don't talk on phone. She's not gossiping. She gets the orders out. And that's it. I would build them orders, seven baths, seven holy baths, make the blue, do all of that. I would do that. Those baths that y'all buy in the Botanica, I was making that, putting them salts together, the turpentine, the spiritual turpentine, and all of that. I was making that. Making those hush potter, open roads, caminos, and all of that, and little blue, pink, yellow. I did all that. Right? So, uh, hello, good people. You either work or you pay me to gossip. So, no. And it was so strange for them because that's what they were used to. So, when me and the other girl would work, Angie, I think her name was, she'd be on her phone all day. I, I didn't worry about her. She had her task. I had mine. She would be on the phone all day. She outside smoking cigarettes. He would come in and he would be so pissed off, but he knew not to get on my nerves. And when I start bottling all that, I put my music on and I'm sitting there bottling all of it, making the tags, putting it on, putting it together, stacking it up, bow. And then at three o'clock, 2.45, I start cleaning up, putting shit together, putting the boxes, making sure they're labeled so they can go out. Three o'clock, I'm out the door, faithfully. She will come back, boxes be done. And listen, this is how he used to tell. Ford, can you do her work? Are you paying me double? Because she had ample enough time and you paid her. You paid her for the work she didn't do. So you paying me double? Tammy. Yes. So I made 200 and I didn't complain. So, and I would bust her workout and mine. Because you're going to pay me double. Because she had ample enough time and you paid her for a full paycheck. And she didn't do it. So I can say from the hours of 10 in the morning till 3. She only worked from, because at 10, she had to go get coffee, go get get a cigarette on, call whoever she needs to call, get on Facebook, do some posts. Um, then she'll come back and she'll be talking to everybody in the store. Oh, I got time. So I could say out of from 10 until 3, maybe about an hour and a half, she did work. But it wasn't my business. And this would come from him. He'd be like, Big Mama, because that's what he used to call me. Big Mama. Uh, can you tell her? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Who the manager? You are, right? Then you tell her. That's not my job. You're not paying me to manage somebody else, especially grown people. No, I'm not doing that. But through the whole time, he respected it because I didn't have time. I did not have time. Even when I worked in the Love Shack, they respected it because I didn't have time. I didn't come here. First of all, this is not my company. You're not doing me a service or a favor. I am working. You're paying me for my service that I give you. So, this is not my company. I don't have a stake in it, not a stock, none of that. So, you pay me. It's not a favor. I come in, I do my work, and I go. The same way when I work in anything spiritual. I take my phone off, right? Because y'all already know, hey, I'm going to do this. My phone is off, and I will hit you up once I'm finished. When I go out to different events... My phone is off and don't call me because I, you see, you know, I'm working. You know, I'm working. First of all, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a judge and I'm not a cop. So anything that happens, I'm going to be in the waiting room. So, and don't do nothing stupid because then I won't have to be at these places. Oh my God. But no, 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 no. No, if you was at work doing what you're supposed to do, you wouldn't have a problem. Now, I know some of y'all, oh, my God, you can't be that cold-hearted. It's not cold-hearted. It is a fact. We are not children. We are adults. We are adults being responsible. Being responsible. I never understood how you can have all your friends up at your job. If you're working and they not, who's carrying the foot in the bill? You buying everything? No, they're using you. Because the same way they can be up here, they can be out there finding a job, being at their own goddamn job. So I never understood that. Even when I was a teenager, why are you up at my job? I got shit to do. You should be having something to do. That's one. Two, you already know I'm at work. Whatever, it can wait. I'm at work. We're not playing that. Um, work ethics is very strong because I don't play that game. This, this right here pays my bills. You're not paying my bill. You're my friend. And, and you're ready to lose that. So once again, you have to set up boundaries. You have to set up. Listen, if you tell me, because I'm going to start it. If you tell me, hey, Aoife, I'm going to call you in 20 minutes and I don't hear from you, you don't have to worry. Don't, don't text me no more about calling me for anything because you just lost that access. No. If you text me and say, oh, my God, 
I got to talk to you. And you talk about something that don't have nothing to do with you, you're losing access. If you hit me up, oh my God, you fine. Oh my God, I need help. And I hit you up to help you. And then in turn, you tell me, yeah, because I was going to give this to my friend. Oh, so now you're making money off of me. And I'm not getting paid? No, you don't have to worry. I'm not doing it. I don't care if you sell, share my shit 90 million times a day. It is disrespectful. It is disrespectful. I wouldn't do it to you. So why would you think you can do it to me? Why do you think you have that much access and you can do whatever you want to someone? And then you want it out the same mouth. That's my friend. No, you're not a friend. You're not a friend. So no, and it's disrespectful, it's horrible, it's wrong, and you should not be doing that to anyone, let alone a spiritual person, because they have things they have to do. They are working on things. It's not just about you. No, but some people just tend to think it is. And then when you waste my time, oh my God, that's the one thing I can't get back. Is my time. And if y'all can't be adults, then maybe I'm not the person you should be following, you should be listening to, any of that. Because if I'm telling you, hey, I'm doing A, B, and C, and I stop to make space for you, and you abuse that by not showing up, by not having an emergency, you just want to have a gossip session. Hence why I put it venting $25 an hour. You want to vent to me? Good, pay me. Because... You're not going to pay attention to me. You already have the answer in your head. You just want to have some shit you need to talk about. And the person that you should be talking to, you fear for whatever reason you're not doing it. So you want to come and waste my time. Listen, I was on the phone with somebody for three hours. Three fucking hours, which is two minutes too long. Right? Two minutes I should have been on. Three hours. It went from this to this to this to this. Let me ask you a question. Then you were just writing sequelities of all of it. And I'm sitting here like, wow. That person is no longer my friend because I cut them off. I'm like, yo, you wasted my time through this whole thing, through the whole thing. And you know what they did? They hit my god brother up and said, I'm human. I am a human sex trafficker. I sex traffic young girls. I said, wow, you couldn't come with nothing else. Wow. Wow. The only character you're destroying love is yours, not mine. So you can say whatever you feel about Ifa Bayo. I'm good with that. You can pop junk. You can do all of that. That's great. But tell the truth. I abused her time. I hit her up. I didn't follow through. I didn't do none of that. Oh, my God. She's going to be mad at me. No. Change the image. Change the narrative. You're being warned. And y'all readers and spiritualists and y'all healers and all of that. Stop letting people abuse you. Stop letting these people think because, oh, my God, I support you. Do they really? Do they really? Because they really don't. They really don't. They do just enough so they can keep that access to you. And that access that they have to you is not something that's healthy. It is damaging and it is toxic. I'm telling y'all. It is damaging and it is toxic. Once you start moving things around and you're waiting for that person and that person doesn't show up or they show up two hours, I'm sorry, I was busy. Then you didn't respect my space and my time. You didn't respect the things I had to set aside so you can have space to me. No, it's not healthy. I'm telling y'all it's not healthy. If someone tells you, hey, I'm not in town, respect that. Whatever it is, they got to wait. It has to wait. If someone tells you, hey, I'm busy right now, you know, can we talk about that? Oh, no. And then when you make space, oh, well, you know what? They have been war in Ukraine. What the fuck? Yeah. What, what that got to do with you? So I moved all this around so you can tell me about war in Ukraine. What that got to do with you right now? At this moment, what does it have to do with you? Is your family being affected? Are you being affected? Uh, is your family, do you have family in Ukraine? No, I'm black, silly. So why, why would you? Toxic. No boundaries, no respect. Do not respect you. Take you as a fucking joke and don't do it. I'm telling you, you want to move forward? It's one thing. You're not being disrespectful, but you're letting people know. No, you're not going to waste my time. You have access to me and you do just enough to have it. You're ready to lose that. You're getting ready to lose it. And you can say whatever you want to anybody else, but you're getting ready to lose it. 
because that's not right. It's not healthy. It's not respectful. No, it's wrong. It is wrong. And for y'all people that fear, oh my God, you know, you're going to lose people. I already lost you because you have no respect for me or my craft or the work that I put in. You don't have respect for it because if you make time and you don't follow through, you make time and you're not doing what you need to do. You make time and you don't show up. You make time and you sit here talk about something that don't have nothing to do with you or anything that deals with your family. Or you just want to disrespect the time frame and send you long things to at the end. Oh, I'm going to give it to my friend. Oh, I'm going to give it to, for real. And these people, they're not spiritual, but they love watching. They love watching. I've shown y'all plenty of times, people that's on my page or people, they're not spiritual, but they're learning. And they seeing how some folks can be very disrespectful. They're seeing how some folks just take advantage of people. To have your friends say, well, damn, didn't they know that you, you're not home, like you're out of town? And I was like, yeah. It was like, wow. Wow. Back in the day, you know, you get cussed out. Yeah. What changed? I don't know. The audacity. Do just enough. Because people think that you live off of love and likes. So if I, I can do whatever. And then when you look at these people's lives, they don't have boundaries. They allow people to walk over them. So why would you think they want to do the same for you? They, they don't care. There's no discipline. There's no focus. There's no respect. There's no honor. Yeah. So if this is you, change it. If it's not and it's happening to you, change it. Trust me. They don't like you anyway. So why are you worried about setting boundaries and, and limiting access to you? Or some of them have to be removed. Oh, I don't fuck with her. You can't fuck with me. You have been removed. You've been removed. Yeah, I don't care. No, because you're taking advantage. And that's wrong. It's wrong on every level. It's wrong. I was like, wow, the disrespect is real. But you try to... And it's not even trying. You make excuses for bad behavior. And then you think, well, maybe if I say something, they'll stop. Why? They're, these are adults. These, these are not babies. They're not five and six and seven. They're not in preschool. No, these are grown adults with bills and mortgages and rent and children and spouses. Why do I have to teach you how to be an adult or teach you how to be respectful? Because you're not respectful. You don't care about yourself. So you think it's supposed to apply to anybody? No, it doesn't. It does not. So for this week, my darlings, my beautiful people, I need you to respect your time. That's the only thing that you don't get back. So I'm going to go hard for my time. I don't know about y'all. But if people are tending to overstep the boundary or don't respect your time, I leave it in your hands. You don't have to be disrespectful. You can explain to people. If I set aside this time and you didn't come, don't worry about it. Because now, because they always come back. Oh, but mm -mm. no, your access has been denied. Your access has been denied. You want a service and pay for it. We're not best friends, girlfriends. No, comp no, 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 no. I can love you and applaud from you from a distance. Don't mean you at my table. Uh-uh. So, I need you to start setting boundaries. You're a spiritualist, a healer, a reader. People shouldn't just pop up. People shouldn't just show up. Calling people at 10, 11, 12 o'clock drunk. Oh, I need a reading. I know you're lying. Don't do that. Making sure you have boundaries respectfully. Respecting your time. Let's start with that. Let's start with that and putting people respectfully in their place. And if they leave today or tomorrow, they shouldn't have been in your life anyway. I love you. Catch me tonight on Conversations with Ifa Bay on YouTube. It will be posted on Facebook. I love you. 